Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Happy Thursday. Pete Callender here. And uh, if you would like to join the program, 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. You can also email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. Um, also on Twitter and Getter at Pete Callender. And, of course, uh, don't forget the podcast. Go to WBT.com. And uh, you just uh, click follow there, and then you get the podcast. Unless, of course, you're on Spotify. Spotify has had a problem. No, this is not about... I'm not pulling a Neil Young here, okay? I'm not demanding millions and millions of dollars and then taking, like, some fake stand. I'm uh, against Joe Rogan. Like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying Spotify has had issues over the last three days because I've, I've had, I had to do some RSS code work. Am I going to get banned for saying that? I know they were handing out bans when you told people in media to learn to code. But I was doing code work uh, a couple of days ago, and there was a redirect that had to happen. And so as a, and when I did that, apparently Spotify just doesn't know what's going on anymore. But everybody else, all the other platforms are fine. You know, radio or uh, Odyssey, you got iHeart. It's uh, all of them. You know, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Apple, uh, Google. That's where I get mine is off of the Google. And so, like, all of the other platforms, Stitcher and Podbean and whatever, they're they're all over. But Spotify is having problems. I don't know why. So I apologize for that. But you can get the podcast. It comes right to your smartphone or tablet every single day. Go to wbt.com for that. Um, all right, so. There is a, did you hear that there is a new variant on the variant? There's a mutated mutation. It's like a, it's like a mutated variant, a variant mutation. Okay. This is the Omicron. And the Omicron is terribly scary, even though it's way less lethal, but it's super transmissible. So you, you, you're way more likely to catch this than the other forms of COVID, which was already pretty contagious, right? So you got Omicron that's out there, and it's really contagious, but not very lethal. And now we are told there is a variant of the variant of the Omicron, which is there not a Greek alphabet letter for the for the Omicron? Like, do you go Omicron Alpha or Omicron Beta? Right. Do, what, what do you do there? No, seriously. Because like, at some point you're going to end up like sounding like fraternities and sororities, right? You're going to have so many Greek letters because it's not racist to name the viruses after Greek things, but it is racist to name it after like other places where the virus first is identified. So uh, the Greek alphabet, though, we've been we went to that. Well, we didn't really go to all of the letters. Remember the the Greek letter that looks like and is spelled like, but different language, so pronounced differently as the president of China. X-I would be that name. Uh, that was not allowed to be used. So they skipped right over that one and uh, went to the, uh, where did they go? Was that to the Omicron? I think they went to the Omicron after that. So uh, we've got the Omicron variant, but now there's a, a variant of the Omicron. And they're calling it the BA2. So I, what, you just abandoned? You've just you've just abandoned your your identification system so soon like that was that was pretty fast that's the thing though it's like once you start opening it up for redefinitions and stuff you've blown open like it used to be 
um, you know, we named them after where they were first identified, like the Spanish flu, um, the Wuhan flu, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, like stuff like that. And that's what we called them because that was, I don't know, made, it made sense. It was where the first outbreaks were identified and that sort of thing. But then that became racist uh, this year, or sorry, two years ago, uh, with uh, with COVID. And so then we had to rename everything. And so that's what we're doing. But now, see, that's the thing. Like, once you started redefining stuff, now you can't, like, the horse is out of the barn on this already. You can't now, you can't now try to keep people, I guess, contained to this naming system because you're, you're already, you skipped a couple letters Right, you, you you change the whole thing in the first place, so it's just it's it's mass hysteria, cats and dogs living together. It's real wrath of God type stuff here. So anyway, as the um, number of hospitalizations due to COVID nineteen in North Carolina continues to rise, writes Evan Moore at the Charlotte Observer, scientists are observing a new mutation of the Omicron variant. The sub variant has been dubbed BA.2. BA. Point two, a mutation of the current Omicron strain, which is called BA1. Okay, the new variant has also been referred to as Stealth Omicron. Wait, hang on, that, that doesn't actually, that doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. If it's a Stealth Omicron, it's not, it doesn't, it's not nearly as, like, in-your-face... Because it's stealthy. It's a because they're calling it stealth Omicron because of a genetic trait, they say. A genetic trait that makes it harder to detect through PCR or antigen tests. So they're calling it stealth Omicron. So maybe for the subvariant here, stealth Omicron, maybe something like this. Yeah. The World Health Organization says stealth Omicron cases are increasing in many countries. Yeah. There you go. That's like the one-two punch. So yeah, it's a stealthy. It's like a. It's like the cartoonish, you know, tiptoe, ding, 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 and then boom in your face. Gotcha. Um, I mean, you're probably going to be okay because it's really not very lethal at all. Scientists have yet to determine where the subvariant originated, and once they determine that, then they'll determine whether or not they can call it racist or not. And if they uh, are, are not going to call it racist, then uh, they, they'll probably tell you where it came from. Sort of like South Africa, like that whole thing. But uh, it appears to be even more transmissible than the original Omicron. But it has similar severity to Omicron. So in other words, yet another piece of information and evidence in support of the notion that viruses will virus. This is kind of what they do. They become less lethal, more transmissible, and uh, that's actually a good thing. It's a good thing, because then people develop natural immunity without dying. And that's how you get past the pandemic and get to the endemic. So this is actually, I think, some pretty good news. Now, not that the headline writers would see it like that, but it seems like it's pretty good news. If it's not as lethal, still, but now even more transmissible, that means a lot of people are going to catch it, they'll get over it, and uh, then they'll be in a better position to fight off any mutations going forward. I don't know, maybe I'm just a uh, glass half full kind of guy. Uh, a couple of emails here. By the way, it's Pete at the Pete Callender Show.com. And uh, this one uh, from G. I don't know. Oh, Gail. There you go. From Gail. So when I heard of the new sub-variant of Omicron, my next immediate thought was only to wonder how you could possibly outdo Omicron's sound effect. 
clearly I have issues. LOL. That's <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I mean, I do aim to please. I am a giver. So here you go. For the uh, you know, I've been using. I've I've just been using the the terrible, you know, scary music as the sound effect for Omicron. Really, to give it. I mean, but to be fair, I use that for a lot of things that I'm trying to convey you're, you're supposed to be scared about, um, at least, uh, you know, from a media perspective. Okay, so I do use it for other things besides Omicron. But with the stealth version of Omicron, stealth Omicron, clearly some other audio clip was needed, and so I just threw this together, it being stealthy and all. Right, stealth Omicron. You don't even know it. Might be a little too long, though. Yeah, there you go. Because then it, bam, then it wallops you. So the World Health Organization said that the BA.2 cases, that's what they're calling it for now, because apparently they're just really, like, not down with the stealth Omicron name, or they don't want to be accused of racism or something. I don't know. Um, But they have identified cases in, in India, the United Kingdom, Denmark, Just 54 cases have been reported in the United States, but that's no reason not to panic, people, okay? 54 cases in America does not mean you should not be running around terrified. I just want to be clear about that. Okay. Um, There are two cases in North Carolina, according to Outbreak.info, a global COVID-19 dashboard. This this is according to the report of the Charlotte Observer. Uh, By the way, there is no evidence yet that shows that the that the stealth Omicron version here. All right, no evidence that the stealth Omicron version causes more severe illness than the original Omicron version, which didn't actually cause severe illness or more severe illness than Delta. Delta was more severe. Yeah, so so it's getting less severe, and that is a good sign. And I apologize for bringing you some modicum of good news. I know my job in media is, like I've always said, if you're not scared, I'm not doing my job. Um, got a, a message here from Andy. According to Dr. John Campbell, Delta is done. Vaccines don't stop Omicron, but vaccinated and those with natural immunity get through Omicron pretty easily. Natural immunity of Omicron seems to protect against the daughters of Omicron per data. He is at, ooh, the daughters of Omicron. There you go. That could, that could actually be, it sounds sort of like a, it sounds like the, the name of the sequel, doesn't it? The daughters of Omicron. <laughs> Right, uh, which I actually got an email here from Joseph, uh, Joseph yeah, who says, uh, Omicron 2, the Omicron coughs back, or Wrath of Omicron, or First Cough Part 2. So, yeah, there are a lot of different ways we could go there. Um, Dina says, the hypocrite media still use that acronym, which stands for, oh, MERS, she's talking about M-E-R-S, yeah, MERS. You know what MERS stands for, right? Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, right? That's MERS. So the hypocrite media still use that acronym, which stands for Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. So under Obama, it was okay to use the place of origin as part of the name, and it remains so to this day. Well, I thought that was because I thought it was okay to use MERS and Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome because 
um, under Obama because he was he was Muslim. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> I'm ju- I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. <laughs> Let me go to John here. Uh, hello, John. Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on, Pete? Hey, hey what's up? I got the perfect sound. What strikes fear is an old movie. You hear it, but you don't know where he's coming from. Friday the 13th, Jason. Mm. The that, you never true. know where he's coming from. That's what you need for that new variant. Wait, is that the one, though, where he's... Is that the one where he comes in in your sleep? No, that's Friday. Uh, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Jason Elm Street. was the one at Lake Crystal. But you always hear the music, but you never know. And he's always the one. He's walking behind you. That yeah. could be the new variant. It's walking behind you. Next thing you know, it's in front of you. Which is weird because he's a big guy. Look, I, 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 I'm not a fan of those movies. I don't watch any of them. I just I, I, I choose not to fill my head with, uh, with those types of images and, and thoughts. Because I can go to some pretty dark places pretty quickly in my brain. So I just I don't let a lot of that stuff in. So the, but, uh, but he seemed like a pretty tall dude from the, from the clips that I've seen. How is he able oh, yeah. to just sneak up on people like that? It doesn't make any sense. There's no telling, you know, with the hockey mask. And, you know, maybe if they took the hockey mask, they might find out it's Fauci underneath. Oh, that's... <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call, buddy. Thanks so much. Yes, the stealth Omicron. It could be like that. That's the thing, though. It's not lethal. All right. If it was more lethal, then maybe we go for a scarier theme for the stealth Omicron. Maybe. a long-distance dedication to the Stealth Omicron variant. The sub-variant, if you will. Got a couple of requests. Alrighty, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. I got, uh, what, Andy and Sharon all suggested. The ultimate stealthy theme. I don't know, I kind of also thought maybe go Mission Impossible. It's a little too upbeat, though. Although it is stealthy, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. You always expect, like, it's Mission Impossible, they have a lot of stealthiness in it, but then they go all Jason Bourne, you know, face-punching and stuff, so... And that's just not the way Omicron operates a lot of times. It's just not. I do have some uh, some of the COVID stats here. Uh, I guess, well, let me see. I wasn't going to start here, and then I did. It's what I do. <laughs> I do show prep, I stack the show, and then either something happens or uh, I just go down a rabbit hole uh, and uh, end up talking about other stuff. So let me hang on, because I've got the hospital story in here. Oh, by the way, we're going to talk with Randy Wheelis from Duke Energy as well uh, at 1 o'clock. So I'll, let, me, let me just jump over here, because I got a bunch of stuff from the CMS uh, school board meeting the other night. I watched it, so you don't have to. You're welcome. And it was awful. Um, and not only... Look, that's not just me saying that. They actually have hired some consultant guy who tells them that they're terrible. So, uh, and he did that on uh, on uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, I'll get into some of that. But first, headlineusa.com. 
in a piece here by Joshua Palladino. Those who receive both COVID-19 shots may face, I want to be clear here, we don't know, this is just initial indications. Got to keep an open mind on stuff like this because you don't ever know where the science and data shall take us on this. Okay, so we may we may learn something else that undermines this. But right now, if you got both of the shots, so this is like me. That's why really why I'm bringing this story to you is because it impacts me directly. And so it's a way I get to talk about me. No, I'm kidding. But if you got the two shots, but not the booster. Okay, so like if you got both shots you might actually be facing a higher risk of infection from the Omicron variant. Right, so not the stealthy one. Just the, right, just the Omicron, the original Omicron, okay? Um, If you got two shots, you may face a higher risk of infection from Omicron than people who never got the injections. So the unvaccinated apparently have a lower risk of infection from Omicron than the vaccinated do. But again, this is very preliminary. This is according to CDC researchers in Atlanta. The data indicates that after the shot's efficacy subsides, anywhere from three to six months after the shots, then a vaccinated person becomes more likely to contract it. So that's the key here, okay? Right, that's the key, is that you got to wait for the uh, for the the effectiveness period, the grace period, the, essentially the warranty period to end on the shots. You got to wait for that to end, and then yeah, you're kind of in worse shape than had you not gotten it. Which is kind of what a lot of the anti-vaccination people have been saying from the very beginning. Uh, they've been saying you know that you're you're going to end up. Uh, uh, putting yourself in even worse position. So what is the grace period? What's the warranty period here for the vaccines? Well, if you got the Pfizer, which is what I got, uh, which was apparently for a little while there, that was what all of the rich and famous people wanted. People were, there, for real, like this became a thing. Did you hear this? Like like the famous and rich people were like, you know, like flying their, their private jets all over Europe and stuff to try to get the Pfizer shot rather than the Moderna shot. They were coming to America to try to get the Pfizer shot. I don't know why. I think I think maybe because it had like a like a one percent greater effectiveness or something like that. Whatever. Haha, <laughs> jokes on them. So they killed part of the planet in their private jets and the fossil fuel uh, uh, emissions for nothing. In your face, Hollywood. Anyway, uh, three to six months. So three months if you got the Pfizer. Six if you got Moderna. That's the grace period. That's the efficacy period, apparently. Um, a va- so a vaccinated person becomes more likely to contract Omicron uh, after that three-month period. So that's me, and I got Omicron. Although, I mean, to be fair, it does seem like everybody's getting it, right? It doesn't <laughs> – it seems like everyone's getting Omicron now. This is – they're calling it a rebound effect. It occurs right when the vaccinated person becomes eligible for a booster. I'm sure completely coincidental, at which time the first two doses become without the additional shot, basically kind of like a liability here. Right? Kind of like a liability. Um, Pfizer's uh, three months, Moderna six months. The same study, though, listen to this. This is an important part. All of the people who are anti-jab, this is an important piece here. 
The same study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association found that vaccinated people fared better against the Delta variant than unvaccinated people for all studied time frames. Okay, so while you may be like, yay, look at me, I'm in a better position on Omicron, right? But you're not in a better position on Delta. Now, Delta still is infecting people, and at some point it'll probably burn out because virus is virus and all that. So uh, when it burns out, then it's not going to be that um, uh, that big of a concern. And I don't know what impact this has, but this kind of is in line with what we've been hearing about the vaccine's and their uh, efficacy on Omicron, that they don't really, uh, they're not really helpful. And now the CDC and the experts, uh, they're all saying, well, this just proves that you need to go out and get boosted, right? So they're using it as a way to sell the boosters, to promote them, to market them. Um, and, and I'm not saying that like in a disparaging, pejorative kind of way. I'm just saying that's the way they're they're using the reduced efficacy of the original shots against Omicron, they're saying you got to go out and get the booster shots. Now, uh, I don't know if that makes any sense for people who got Omicron, like me. I don't know if I should go out and get a booster. Now, I'm sure some people will say I should go out and get a booster. Some people who want me to die probably will tell me not to. But, um, like, I, I'm not interested in doing this anymore. Like, I, I'm like, this is my off-ramp. I'm taking it. <laughs> this is this is where I get off, I think. Uh, barring any kind of, like, spike in the lethality of another COVID subvariant mutated mutation, I, I think that I think I'm getting off the train. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Got an email here, or a message, rather, on uh, the Twitter machine from uh, Monica, who says, Two fully vaccinated and boosted people in my apartment building got Omicron. I feel like I'm in the Passover scene in the Ten Commandments. That's... <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, where is this here? This story out of uh, Florida, where... Dun, 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 dun. Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, I got this uh, statement here from the Florida uh, health officials, Florida Health Department, their communications office. This evening, this was from uh, January 24th, so three days ago. This evening, without any advance notice, the U.S. FDA revised the emergency youth authorizations for a bunch of drugs I'm not going to pronounce. The revised EUAs do not allow providers to administer these treatments within the United States. Unfortunately, as a result of this abrupt decision made by the federal government, all monoclonal antibody state sites will be closed until further notice. Florida disagrees with this decision that blocks access to any available treatments in the absence of clinical evidence. To date, such clinical evidence has not been provided by the FDA. So what is this about? This is about the MABs, the monoclonal antibodies. I'm going to call them MABs because it's easier to say, okay? And I'm running out of time. So the MABs uh, were seen to be and thought to be pretty effective uh, for particularly the Delta variant. And... um, now the FDA says, well, it's not effective for Omicron, so you can't use them anymore. So they removed the emergency use authorization for the MABs because it doesn't help with Omicron, so they say. Once again, I feel the need to state this. We are either 
practicing battlefield medicine or we are not. And if you're not going to behave like we are, then I'm not going to believe you when you tell me we are. Okay? So start acting like it or else there's my off rip. Right? And that this is what the FDA is doing. Now, is this political? Probably. There's probably some political uh, uh, impact here. I don't know, because this is what DeSantis was doing. Although, you know, Roy Cooper started doing the MABs as well. Not him personally. Well, I don't know if he did or not. But he started allowing the MABs in North Carolina because it was effective at Delta, and Delta was really, really transmissible. So... You had this treatment that was working for Delta. And by the way, Delta is still around. There are people that are still in the hospital right now with the Delta variant. So I don't understand why you would be getting rid of a treatment that still helps people who are being afflicted with the Delta variant now. I guess you're just SOL. Sorry about that, guys. But, you know, Death Santis needs to kill some people. So uh, we can't give you the MABs for your Delta. I, I don't know. There's a sentence I never thought I would say. But... um. The FDA says that it, that, that it doesn't help with Omicron, so that's why they're getting rid of it. But if that's the standard, then doesn't that undermine the EUA for all of the boosters and the shots and stuff? Because, as I just went over, the the original shots don't really help with Omicron. But that's why you need the booster, Pete. Yeah, no. And every sub-variant that comes afterwards? I'm not... A consistent stand, uh, standard, people. This is what I seek. A consi- not in all things, in uh, in all cases, obviously, because it has to be a self-contradicting uh, philosophy. But you no, know, I mean, it, you, you try to, you, you strive for, you seek a consistent standard. So, this has been what I've my north star in the in this pandemic has been, right? We are either practicing battlefield medicine or we are not. And if things are as bad as you tell me they are, then I look for evidence that you believe that to be so. And when you do not behave like that, sort of like Boris Johnson with the party in in the uh, whatever place they call it in England, Downing Street. Look, look. All right. We fought a war so I don't have to remember the address. Okay, but whatever. Like the guy over in England, the new king. Right. Isn't he a king or something over there? Yeah, I think. Or he's like he's like half king. Is that how they do it now? Whatever. Bojo. He was partying it up while he was still telling everybody else to not party it up. He was running around maskless while telling everybody else to mask up, right? Meanwhile, this doesn't seem like uh, a good development. Did you hear about this uh, truck that crashed in Pennsylvania? And a woman stops to help after she sees it. And she thinks that she sees all these cages that, w- that were being transported on the truck, and she goes up to the cages. I know this. It sound, you're already, right? You're already on guard. Like, this is not, this is how every, this is like how every bad movie starts, right? Every, like, horror movie, pandemic movie, whatever. Like, this is how they all start. Truck, driving down the road, crashes, and something in some cages <laughs> got out. And a woman stops to help and she thinks they're cats, only to find out they are not cats. They are lab monkeys, a hundred of them, crashed in Pennsylvania. Fears uh, This woman fears now that she caught an illness after one of the monkeys hissed in her face, leaving her with pink eye symptoms. 
You know how you get pink eye, right? Conjunctivitis. Yeah, it's like it's from poop. Poop in the eye. Michelle Fallon from Danville, which is near Scranton, was driving directly behind the vehicle when it crashed, throwing animal crates all over the highway and smashing some to bits. Three of the monkeys escaped and went on the run. But all have since been captured and humanely killed. Uh, all of the, uh, they say euthanized, but I mean, come on. All of the other monkeys uh, were en route to the lab. They have all been accounted for. Oh, yeah. Did I mention that they were en route to a lab? <laughs> Fallon has now uh, had to get rabies shots, and uh, she has developed the symptoms of the pink eye. She said, quote, I was close to the monkeys. I touched the crates. I walked through their feces. So I was very close. So I called a helpline to inquire, you know, was I safe? Because the monkey did hiss at me, and there was feces around, and I did have an open cut. They just wanted to be precautious. Precautious is, I guess, that's a word. Okay. Anyway, Fallon said she uh, got out to help both the driver and the animals in their cages, initially believing them to be cats. When she approached and put her hand on the cage, that's when one of the monkeys hissed at her. The officials told her, keep a close eye on her health for the next month in case she develops, you know, some sort of an infectious disease as a result of being so close to them. This thing was on its way, this truck was on its way to Florida, to a lab in Florida, after it got imported into New York, uh, I think, JFK Airport. Like, is that really the best way to do this, though? Driving the truck? 